If you enjoy our content and think this is important material, the best compliment you can pay is by sharing this with your friends and family. This helps us out a lot. Also, if you enjoyed today's program, please like, comment, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We would love to hear from you. Truth in My Days podcast is sponsored by the Truth in My Days ministry. Welcome to the Truth in My Days podcast, where we defend the Word of God against the challenges of men. Hello everyone, this is Moses here. We're doing something a little bit different for this series. Dr. Lawrence Krauss, a well-known theoretical physicist and cosmologist, author of A Universe from Nothing, is an anti-theist. That is, he not only does not believe in God, but thinks the whole idea of God should be opposed. Dr. Krauss has posted a series of videos on YouTube called Best Arguments Against Religion Slash Faith. John and Sonia are listening to these videos, having never heard them before. So we are hearing him for the first time making these arguments and seeing if we can respond to them without prior preparation. This is an important thing to do because in real life encounters with skeptics, we may have to answer off the cuff. So far, Dr. Krauss is not doing so well. Let us continue with the discussion. Let's continue. This is the start of the recording from the YouTube video. And that's why we're seeing religion dying more and more. <laughs> and it's the center of the debate, and it's clear the motion is science refutes God. And Michael and I have the distinct advantage here of arguing in favor of the motion because, in fact, we have evidence, reason, logic, rationality, and empirical methods on our side, whereas their opponents have vague hopes and fears. And uh, they're arguing in favor of a motion that's hanging on for its existence by mere shreds of emotional and ideological spaghetti, much like this type provided by the flying spaghetti monster, one of the many equally irrational gods which science provides no support for. This is the end of the recording from the YouTube video. Any comments? Well, as you've just said, the evidence, um, the, the evidence of the scientific laws shows that Dr. Krauss's atheistic view is impossible. That means there has to be a God. It seems to me like the emotional one here is the, the one who doesn't like the idea of having a God run his life, and because that makes him upset, then he chooses based on his emotions, to believe in atheism. I think there are a lot of people like that, certainly. I, I, I can't speak to Dr. Krauss's motives, obviously. I don't know him personally, but uh, what you say certainly does apply to an awful lot of people. Uh, but I'd also like to draw attention to this kind of method he's using, which is so common uh, on his side, to say, well, we have science, we have empiricism, we have logic, we have reason. They just have faith. That's the kind of dichotomy he wants to pull. And it sounds very persuasive on the surface. Like, of course, you want to side with logic and reason and empiricism and so on. But when you start looking into what all this means, it breaks down very rapidly. Uh, first of all, empiricism. What do you mean by empiricism? Trying something over and over again. Yeah, try looking at... Uh, sensory data, things you can touch and, and see and hear and so on. That is the basis of the scientific method. But by its very nature, that's all science can deal with properly is ongoing reproducible types of entities. 
processes, gravity, uh, chemistry, and so on, uh, physical laws, uh, thermodynamics, and so on, things where you can run experiments, you can do something, you can mix two chemicals together in the lab, that you can mix the same two chemicals again, mix the same two chemicals again, uh, and it's a great tool, and it's led to a lot of wonderful developments that make life a lot more comfortable. But that's really all it can address. It cannot address, well, not only metaphysical things like God, it can't even address things of history. How would you prove empirically or by science that uh, President Lincoln was assassinated in 1865? Can you prove that scientifically? No, but I, I suppose the, uh, they might say that, uh, that your argument about the assassination doesn't apply to the resurrection because in the case of an assassination, we already know that that can be done within the laws of science. But in the case of the resurrection, that's something that violates the known laws of science. So we they all oh, that would be pretty hypocritical of them if they did say such a thing, I suppose. Yeah, that, that is that is pretty funny, actually, considering that every fundamental tenet of their worldview violates known laws of science. Uh, and here's the thing, in an atheist's worldview, you can't violate known laws of science. In a theistic worldview, you have a God who can do miracles, and that's what a miracle is, is a direct act of God where he is not bound by the laws of science. So a resurrection is completely uh, internally consistent to our worldview, whereas there's nothing internally consistent in the Dr. Krause's worldview. Um, but here's the thing, getting back to what I was saying about history, you can't prove events of history by science. You can't prove Lincoln's assassination by science. You can't prove that Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492 by science. You can't prove that Caesar crossed the Rubicon by science. You, you can't prove the uh, insurrection of uh, Spartacus by science. You can't prove any uh, historical event by science. Even Dr. Krauss, for example, if, if we ask him where he was born and when he was born, could he prove that scientifically? Uh, not where he was born, I suppose. Is there a way to uh, look inside his, uh, his telomeres or something and, and the rate of the mutations and somehow find out scientifically when he was born? No, those kind of uh, factors do not uh, are not uh, specific enough to get you down to specific uh, day and date of birth. Uh, and certainly they will tell you nothing about where he was born. But of course, Dr. Krauss will tell you exactly where he was born, when he was born. But if you ask him to prove it scientifically, he can't do that. How would he know? He can't even be an eyewitness to his own birth. Human brain isn't developed properly to remember that. What he would have to, to refer to, and what he does refer to, what he bases this knowledge on, is what his parents told him. And perhaps he could trot out a birth certificate. What is that? It's a historical document signed by eyewitnesses. So the reality is this, this science is great, but it is limited to studying ongoing, repeatable natural processes. There's a whole world of knowledge out there on other things, which is absolutely just a certain, but it's not, you can't uh, assess that scientifically. So the creation of the world, for that matter, is technically a matter of history, not of science, because it's an event that happened one time in the past, and it's not reproducible. You can't rerun it in the laboratory the way you can mix the same two chemicals together in the laboratory. 
even if at some point you could uh, bring life out of non-living matter in the lab, you're not going to be able to. We already know that. The science uh, on that is pretty uh, firm. But even if you could, all that would prove is that it's possible for a scientist in a lab using his intelligence to make that happen. It wouldn't address whether that is how life on Earth arose. It's a matter of history, not of science. That's the first thing to recognize. His, his, his pretext, uh, or his, maybe he believes it, that only what can be demonstrated by science is true. That's a, a philosophy known as scientism or logical positivism, uh, the problem with that is he himself believes all kinds of things that cannot be proven by science. So when you're dealing with events of history, you have a whole other set of uh, proofs, such as eyewitness testimony. So this is the, the flip side of the problem with what he just said, is the idea that well, we just hang on to faith. No, faith in Christianity, faith is not believing without evidence. Jesus provided plenty of evidence. Jesus himself said, look, if I do not do the works, do not believe me. He wasn't calling for blind faith. He, he was proving himself. We believe and we put our faith in him, our complete commitment to him, because we believe he is who he said. Now, certainly there are religions where, yes, there's nothing but blind faith. But in the case of Christianity, that's not the case. It's, it's based on good, solid, solid historical evidence. So this kind of dichotomy that Krauss wants to paint, it doesn't work. And it, I think, rebounds upon himself because the reality is he himself is holding on to his worldview by faith. It's internally inconsistent. Uh, he's, he's, his worldview violates the known laws of science that he claims to be following. So it's, it's just a mess. It really is. When compared to Christianity, he does not have a leg to stand on. Please note that this is a multi-part series. If you have missed any episodes and would like to listen to them, they will all be available on our YouTube channel and on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can find the links to these on our website, truthinmydays.com, or you can look for Truth In My Days on YouTube as one word. Let's continue. This is the start of the recording from the YouTube video. But I first want to begin by clarifying the nature of the motion. Because the motion isn't science disproves God. It's science refutes God. And that's very important because you can't disprove a notion that's basically vague and unfalsifiable. I could not. I, there's no way to disprove the notion that God didn't create all of us 15 seconds ago with the memories of, of the amusing comments we heard before that. There's no way we can disprove that. Okay? And, and it, that's really important to recognize that those kind of unfalsifiable notions are unfalsifiable, as I say. But we can ask, is it rational to expect that that's likely? This is the end of the recording from the YouTube video. Any comments? Well, this is what seems to me to be rational. Yes, that's right. You can't disprove that God created us, but you can disprove the alternative, which is that life came about by itself. You can disprove that um, scientifically, so then the only option that's left is that God created us. Exactly, exactly. There is a, there's a fundamental axiom of logic called the law of the excluded middle. And what that says is um, a proposition or its negation 
must be true, okay? one or the other. Everything is either A or non-A. If I say, oh, this ball is green or, is, or it's blue, that doesn't cover all possibilities. Okay? It could be orange, it could be red, it could be pink, could be purple, could be brown, could be black. But if I say this ball is blue or it is not blue, that covers all possibilities. There's no other possibility. If it's blue, it goes into the blue category. Anything else goes into the not blue category. Uh, that's the law of the excluded middle. A proposition and its negation cover all possibilities. So when we look at the fact that the world exists, life in it exists, and we ask where did these come from, there is two possibilities. Either the world and the life in it were created, or they were not created. Okay? And by the law of the excluded middle, that covers all possibilities. Now, if it was not created, then it had to have come about by some kind of random natural process. If it was created, it had to have a creator, which would have to be extremely powerful, transcendent to time, extremely intelligent. Basically, that's God. So, created or not created, uh, Krauss wants to go for the not created version, option. Well, then it has to have been created by random natural processes. And that's what he holds to. But if that view is shown to be false, and again, our known laws of science show it to be false. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. But please join us for the next part, same time and same place. Thank you for listening to the Truth In My Days podcast with John Torse. If you like our content, please share this information with family and friends. It helps us a lot. We also would love to hear from you. You can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Truth In My Days as one word again. Truth In My Days as one word. No spaces in between. Or reach us by email at info at truthinmydays.com. You may also visit our website for more comprehensive material and to learn more about our ministry. Our website is truthinmydays.com. Thank you.